Why were you holding her hand? Is that the way we stand? Were you lying all the time? Was it just a game to you? But I'm in so deep. I'm such a fool for you. You've got me wrapped around your finger. Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? Oh. I... I... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no. Go... Go, go on with that, yeah. I'm sorry. I do, Okay, here's the thing. Dolores O'Riordan is like a real loss to the world. We're recording this, everybody, on the day that Dolores O'Riordan, uh, lead singer of the Cranberries, passed away. I don't think there is any voice on the planet that is more pleasurable to imitate terribly at karaoke than Dolores O'Riordan. Like, <laughs> it's true. Just being, just being as horribly American as you possibly can be, and just like leaning into yeah. a mic, drunkenly screaming, "Zombie, zombie!" <laughs> I, it's it now. It's just it seems disrespectful, but I want you to know that this comes from a very real place of love. <laughs> it seems uh, disrespectful. Which I think is like that that is a mission statement for the entire continued podcast. <laughs> it seems disrespectful, but it's coming from a place of love. That's our t-shirt right there. There it is. We're gonna put that on a long sleeve t-shirt. Bill Seagrove, our old producer to make a design for yep. us. We're only it's only available at uh PAX Down Under. That's it. Oh. I don't think we even have any Australian fans. But that's the only place we're gonna sell it. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I want that shirt. Continue podcast. Yeah, let's get, Seems yeah. disrespectful. <laughs> but it's coming from a place of love. But it comes from a place of love. But it comes from a place of love. This is continue continue episode twelve, everybody. Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. Uh my name is Anthony John Agnello, and with me as always are my wonderful co-hosts, uh Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. Hello. Um Yes. <laughs> I, I was gonna... Well I, said, I sir. No, yes. Uh, there was a thing that I wanted to get into, but I, I don't want to get into it right now. Uh, we'll wait till the introductions are over. I just want to give a quick shout out to a podcast. I think. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and we also have Susan R. So here's what really... Uh, this is part of why I'm in a funk today. Uh, Dolores and I are the same age. Yeah. I, that, I, when I saw... That headline, I was like, oh my god, she is the exact same age as Susan Arndt. Yep. And that is banana. It's bananas. It is. It's bananas it is. to think, like, because in my head, she is just part of, like, the firmament. Right. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the, this person is just part of the way the world is. And it doesn't occur to me that, like, oh, she was only 22 years old. Yeah, she was a, she was a, a baby. But here's the thing, like... 46 ain't old, gang. It's not old. Something no. very, something has gone alarmingly wrong. If you are yeah. in the ground when you are 46 years old, I can now say with some authority. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, not to, not to bring mortality into the conversation, but yeah. <laughs> it sounds disrespectful. It sounds disrespectful. <laughs> but it, but comes it comes from, no, it's just, it, I, my point being, uh, yeah. Like a lot of times when you when when someone like a celebrity passes, you don't have that kind of uh, you can't really relate. Sure, right? Definitely. You know what I mean. Like knowing that she was she was only forty six years old, she had a lot more to do, man. 
She had yep. a lot more to do. And yeah. that is truly sad because she was also just such a unique talent. Yes. Yeah. And I, as our, our uh, one of our lovely backers and uh, listener Peter mentioned earlier today, put out a killer album just last year. Last so, year? Yeah. This oh. is not this is not a, a person whose, you know, peak artistic days uh, were past her. You know, this is this is a, a person who was still in the thick of creating. It just so happened that the moment of pop ubiquity mm. uh, had passed. This is actually... So Dave and I were talking about this before you hopped on the call, Susan. Uh, but my my lovely wife, Kate, said to me that I wasn't allowed to do this as a slow jam because I'm stretching the limits of what a slow jam can be. She's not wrong. And I resp- She's not I, wrong. But here's... There's a finite number of songs that we can use as slow jams. The monoculture is past. There's not, there, there, there's only this like 10 year window where there are these huge pop songs where everybody is aware of that pop song. Mm. Like I can't come in here with a Fetty Wap song. Why not? And it's ex- because it's not ubiquitous. Well, there, okay. There are, that's true. That's true. It's not, I feel like a slow jam needs to be something that everybody is okay to at least be passively familiar okay with. all right i will i will concede that but yeah. okay so we're, are we now into the area where we are making our own slow jams yeah well i feel like i, I feel like the definition of slow jam in the continue sense <laughs> is that it sounds the, disrespectful yeah that it sounds disrespectful <laughs> oh, but comes from a place of love i feel like now like we've gone from a slow jam yeah. to slow jams, capital S, capital J, like that we're into a proper noun. Oh, I see. Place I see. Okay. Selection. Okay. That like there is like an internal logic that is steering. <laughs> here's what I here's what I really place. love is that Kate has these conversations with you seriously. What do you think my marriage is like? I know. <laughs> well, honestly, quite honestly, when I envision it, uh, in I, I just kind of picture her sighing a lot. Yeah. Oh, sighs constantly. Okay. Just right. nonstop. Yeah. Just endlessly, endlessly. This is a moment where everybody listening should probably realize that, you know, uh, we we don't have, like, performance personalities. Like, we're not putting on a character. Oh, no, this is us. <laughs> This is 100% us. Yeah, like, 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 people talk about, like, in, like, stand-up comedy yeah. or radio, like, a persona that they inhabit. You don't get that shit no. on this show, nope. kids. This is, <laughs> this is just the uncut noise. I feel like the, the, the tragedy of this, before you give your shout-out, Dave, yeah. let's get all of the negative that we're going to have on today's show out of the way at the top. Okay. Let's just, let's scrape the, like, pudding scum off of off of this conversation you know like when you no i know i know i know just just it's foul you don't like that metaphor let's linger on that metaphor oh my god it's just like really filmy and could you just and gross burnt (sighs) actually when it's burnt it's kind of creme brulee-ish yeah and like you gotta you gotta like you you try to crack it but then your spoon just just kind of yeah um by the way, let's let's all get ready for a lot of food metaphors for me today because I've been eating raw vegan for a week and guys Why? It's not a way for humans to live. Why is this some kind of 
were, did you lose it's, a bet or are you it was it was it was it was mostly a curiosity thing it was oh. like that's a thing to try uh and so i'm leaning into it wow and there are moments where i'm like this is not a meal this is no not, just don't call this wait are you forcing your wife to do this as well no okay God, good no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy all right all right i'm not a monster okay um all right speaking of monsters yes get the negative out of the way okay. yeah 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 one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about was a game called Middle Earth Shadow of War. Okay. I'm talking to you a little bit. Wait a minute. I thought we were doing a shout out. We're going to, yeah, but I want to get the negative out of the way. Get the negative out. Oh, all right. I want to get the bad out of the way. All right. Because I've only played an hour of this game. We're not going to get into a long time. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I have not come this close to taking a disc out of my PlayStation 4 and snapping it in half in a long time. Oh, my. Oh yeah, I I was. What's up with that? All right, so both I was texting both of you during this hour. That's true. Uh, a because Shelob showed up and was my wife for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why Shelob was cosplaying as my wife. Waifu spider. It's wife that's who, like it's yeah. like the new thing the in new, hey, can Spanish I, technology. Can I? Okay, can I interject with a question? Do it. Yeah, well, I have many questions, but what's the man version of waifu? Husbando? Husbando. Husbando? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I always go with, I, I get that, like, I put the accent on bond. Husbando. <laughs> okay, but because I think Dave, is how is it is. actually pronounced? Husbando. Hus- husbando. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right. So back to, don't... by the way, Shalob doesn't look anything like Anthony's wife. Nothing. She, okay, Holy there's... Shalob? She doesn't look any... She has long, dark hair and yeah. is attractive. That's it. Is, That's the only is, Venn diagram there. She doesn't actually has, look has, like... Has the same sort of emerald flecked with brown eyes. She's got the same... See, the other thing is, you have to look at her actually moving around. Oh. It's the gate. Oh. It's the, uh, okay. okay. I don't want to be crass. It's the dimensions. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot there. Okay, I was just... Okay, the, the, the screenshot you sent me was... Yeah, that was... No, that okay, was bad. all right, okay. That was bad. Anyway. That was bad. Anyway, so, that's not even, like, the, the, the shittiness of, like, like the, the, people were like, that's not canonical. And yes, you're right, that's not canonical. But, like, it didn't annoy me because I'm like, you know what, I'm open to anything as a story. The fucking laziness of the beginning of this game made me so angry. It, it literally comes off, they're like, let's not even bother trying. Let's just literally just, it, it is... <laughs> The sweatpants of triple A video game. <laughs> like it starts up and they're like, let's have that awesome ending from the first game. We're like, if you're going to do fan fiction, lean into the fan fiction. We're going to make our own ring of power. Gruff McGrufferson and Ghost Dog Elf, who's riding him around, are going to make their own ring of power. Ghost it's gonna Dog be dope. Elf. Okay. Yeah. And so you get the very end of the first game at the beginning. And and Elfman makes his do- badass power ring, and instead of sweet orange letters all around the edge of it, it's glowing blue letters. Right. And that's how you know it's the good guy ring. And it gets taken away before the opening cutscene is over. You don't get to use. You it got at all. Metroided. You get you get Metroided immediately. No. Because Tit Spider takes your takes your ghost and then your ring, and is just like, yeah, you're a shit heel. Uh, and then it just randomly is like, yeah, some orcs are attacking this 
place where people live. And you're like, well, we have to go help them. Which is, orcs are attacking people constantly yeah. in this world. Yeah. It's not like a special event. And then you go, and it's a never-ending tide of menu interruptions. Talion, this is your growth sphere! No. And these are all the skills you have to unlock. And instead of, like, in the first game, it was just like, here are, like, five different things. They go down as you level up. You get the next one, however you play. Right. It's very simple. Right. Instead, it's, like, six different branching paths, each one with five different little branches oh, around no. Talion, let me tell you about how I can craft you sweet-ass bows and arrows because I'm Ghost Man. And every five steps, it's here's another system for you to oh. know about. Here's how you're going to unlock gems for your swords along the way. I told Anthony that he could input his email oh. uh, for the Warner Brothers newsletter and get a permanent 3% experience point bonus, oh. which is a thing that you can do in that game. Like the fa- just oh the my fact God. that it's true at all, it makes me so angry and i just i don't i don't understand why we can have things that are simple and good you guys made all the money in the world couldn't you have just let it be simple and enjoyable and done more of that you had to boob spider it up you freaking god damn it it just it looks so cynical like that's that's the thing that gets me but here here's what okay here's what bugs me all right let's say it is it is cynical right they're just like oh heck our game made a butt ton of money, and so we would like more of that, please, because money mm-hmm. is good. Right. All right, so they got to retcon it a bit, because clearly, you know, you having an, all, uh, the, uh, an all-powerful ring in the beginning, mm, going to skew it a bit. All right, fine. I'll give you that. Why not just, if it's so cynical, just do the same game over again. Same systems. And like... And and make it work better. Yeah. Like yeah. and and that was what was so good. Left for Dead about, Two. This shit. Yeah. People people complained that the original uh, you know Shadow of Mordor. People say like, oh, it was too empty. The world was too empty. There wasn't enough to do. I never ever felt stressed out <sighs> looking at the map by the tide of shit. You're going into a desolate landscape where monsters live yeah. already. There's not supposed to be things everywhere, and there you're you're supposed to be engaging the system where the monsters have these personalities. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. You, you engage with them in this exciting, naturalistic way. Why stand in the way of that? Why gild the lily? And like, you know, the cynicism thing. I I hate I hate. You know, I'm not going to presume. Yeah. Uh, that I I understand their intent either on the business side or the creative side. I am not these people. I don't know these people. You're not their boss. I'm not their boss. Or their shareholders. But when I see Shelob, you know, turn into a a breasty lady, that... And and I look at the last game, which didn't have a breasty lady, I can hear the Warner Brothers producer being like, Monolith, why can't you be a team player, dog? Nether Realm's got all the boob ladies in the world in both Injustice and Mortal Kombat. They got the boobs. And old Batman got the boobs in Arkham Knight, didn't he? Didn't you see all the tits? So, you gonna you gonna come to the plate? 
with us? Huh? Are you going to be part of the Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment family? You know what I I, I feel? Like, okay, so many years back <laughs> at GDC. What? Why are you laughing? I oh, just because a that very good smarmy asshole guy. Yeah, voice. I, yeah. Yes, and and Susan also like as soon as you like many years back. It was the oral equivalent of it sounds disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, many, GDC. Many, many years back, I'm sitting in, in at G, uh, I think it might have been the last GDC I attended. Actually, I sat in a uh, really awesome lecture about the design of Dead Space, the original Dead Space. Oh yeah, it was super cool. And one of the things I remember about it was there's a part of the game where you're you're traveling from A to B and a body drops out of the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not scary. So why is it in the game? Because someone in a suit said, and this, the developer is telling the story, was like, oh my God, you know, it would be so cool oh, if like God. a body dropped at, and they, so they had to stick it in there. They had, they're like, this doesn't work. We know this doesn't work. We know yeah. this is a beat that will scare Nobody but this guy in the suit wants it, and he is somehow connected to our paychecks. So in it goes. And it goes. So I'm I'm very much wondering if Tit Spider was a similar transaction. And and you know, like you you see, that is not an uncommon sight. Yeah. You know, yeah. it it happens, and it can't. It doesn't always ruin a thing, but uh, oh, it case, it it almost yeah, always ruins. It it. it, it, it I mean, but like Dead Space wasn't ruined. No, okay, right? true. Yeah, that, that's true. Like, that's true. Some sometimes, sometimes it could be innocuous. Yeah, it's an inevitable part of collaboration. Yes. Um, but yeah, God, what a bummer. I, I, I really, I, I got Shadow of War knowing uh, sort of its reputation mm-hmm. beforehand, but I thought, you know, maybe this will be fun. How maybe bad it, could it be? How bad? Yeah, how bad could it be? Maybe it's just gonna be trashy good time. Trashy good time, but they won't even let you have trashy good time. It, 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 somebody is constantly getting up in your ear, and usually it's that stupid ghost elf with, like, I don't know what that accent is supposed to be, but it does not sound real at all. Talion, have you gotten all of your orc bucks? You can buy a new gear crafting elements with your orc bucks. Fuck okay, you, that's, elf. that's good. I Can't like we that. just have fun? Can't we just... Alright, so... Do you guys have anything <laughs> negative that you want to get out of the way? Anything up top before we get into the meat of this? No, I think I'm good. No, I'm, no? I got some... I'm, I'm. It's been a good week for me for things that I like, so... Well, let's get to the disrespectful sounding love. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dave, what is your shout out? What okay, yeah, so in the vein of, of disrespectful, but it comes from a place of love, uh, one of my uh, newly discovered podcasts that, that I've been enjoying is called Better Than Speed. Okay. Uh, I've been talking about this on Twitter. So the, the concept is, it's a bunch of like film nerds who get together, uh, who go through the Criterion Collection... Uh, you know, a collection of the world's greatest uh, cinematic treasures to determine whether any of those movies are worse than, as good as, or better than 90s action movie starring Keanu Reeves' Speed, the movie about the bus that wouldn't slow down. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. It's... Oh, it's, 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 okay. Speed is a good movie. 
No, Speed's a great movie. Okay. It's a great movie. All right. Speed's a fantastic fucking movie. Okay. And All so right. far, none of the movies that they have talked they have talked about uh, Blowout, uh, the Brian De Palma movie with. Uh, oh, I love John it's Travolta. It's so good. It's really good. Not, it's not as good as Speed. Scariest John Lithgow of all time yes. in Blowout. So, okay, Susan is Philadelphia native, and I, I, I have family in the Philadelphia area, and I used to almost every other weekend for two years of my life go to Philadelphia via train from New York, and that train goes into 30th Street Station. And I have never been able to walk into that building without being like, is John Lithgow killing a hooker? Right now in here? <laughs> Probably. And like, I like every single time I was in there, like, I'd be with somebody and they'd be like, don't you have to go to the bathroom? You're like dancing. I'm like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going nope, to the bathroom. Nope, not doing it. Nope, 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 nope. No. So, Blowout and... But yeah, according to this podcast, not as good as Speed. Hmm. Uh, uh, Cult is My Passport uh, is a fantastic, like, schlocky, 60s Japanese gangster, like, Yakuza movie. Uh-huh. Cool. Not as good as Speed. Okay. Uh, their most recent episode, which I haven't listened to yet, is about uh, Orson Welles' uh, F for Fake, which is a sort of a video essay about, like, magic and deception and art. Uh, oh, that's not as good as Speed. And stuff. No, well... Probably not. Uh, so far, no movie that they have watched from the Criterion Collection I, has been as good as Speed. I must admit, I am a little <laughs> surprised that Blowout is not as good as Speed. Yeah, some uh, yeah, people I thought it was as good as or better than I, Speed, I, but other people better are like, than yeah. nay, but it's as, as good, good as, as right. Yeah. It's just it's totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah and like say. very different performances. But I would say Travolta in Blowout is right there with Keanu. Mm. Oh yeah, um, and, and like and it's probably. Terms, one of, if not one of the best performance, like Travolta's given in his career. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely yeah. without question. I mean, it's no boy in the bubble. No, but but what can be? Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or Vinny Barbarino. Vinny Barbarino uh, is a piece of comic perfection. Welcome back, Cotter. The entire oeuvre yeah. is just whack. Yeah, it's just all, like, there's something about seeing him leaning back in a desk in the tank top uh-huh. with the sleeves out. It just, yeah, there's something <laughs> about that that's just inherently funny. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. The thing that is, where? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just wanted to give a quick shout out, because it's like, uh, I'm always looking for, like, film recommendations. It's really hard to get out of that bubble of things that you already know and like mm. yeah. and having this podcast which is like entertaining and funny and like they talk about these really good movies but without the kind of pretension that you would expect from a podcast about like old classic movies uh it's great and i look forward to find i i, I suggested that they cover the rock because the rock is a criterion movie and not as good as speed huh? all right the rock and armageddon are both criterion movies. armageddon is garbage it's a bad movie. It's, it's terrible. terrible. Permission to shake the hand of the <laughs> daughter of the breeding. No. Okay, okay, I ha- okay. Here's my ar- here's one of my problems with Armageddon. There there are many, but the- this isn't disrespect. Not coming from a no 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 no. This is no 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 no. This is actually isn't even about the movie. No. Okay. So there's an actor in the movie. I don't know his name. He's a character actor. He shows up a lot. You, you definitely would know his face. Mm-hmm. And apparently, apparently, I saw Armageddon in the theater when it came out, and I have never seen it since because it's a bad movie. Yeah, why? All right, in fairness, 
I watch a lot of bad movies. So it's just, it's, it's a bad movie that's not a horror movie or science fiction. Well, it's kind of science fiction. Anyway, apparently at some point in the movie, he says to someone, suck it up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the context. Couldn't tell you anything. Every single time my husband sees this man in anything else, he points, turns to me and says, that's suck it up. I'm like, what are you talking about? What? What does that mean? I hate that just because of the way brains work, that that inevitably makes your head also say, because I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> oh, also, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> this went to a place of darkness again. Well, we we have some connective tissue here in yeah. in Liv Tyler. Yeah, she's a piece of shit do. actress, right? She's not great. She's not great. She does one character. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's a beautiful girl, no question. <laughs> but she can't act for shit. I watched. You're, not, you're, we, you're saying Jersey Girl's not awesome. We wa- we saying. watched The Incredible Hulk over the weekend. The oh, one, I love her in that though. She's awful yeah she no she's never worse than in the scene near the end when she starts screaming at a cabbie okay i think that's funny that's that one but like that no i love that scene yeah it is just but she has to turn so far away from the character that she's been playing yeah that it just seems like it's from an entirely different movie that's true and and you can tell like everybody in that scene is like man we don't even know what we're making (laughs) what i don't even know what the point of all this was but tim roth is so awesome in that movie tim roth is awesome in everything and everything across the board yes is he in any criterion movies he's no he's got to be in all the quentin tarantino stuff he's got like he's not a criterion there's no Pulp Fiction in Criterion? No. 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 What? Uh, really? That surprises that me. shocking to me. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not, it should be Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. There That's you go. Movie. Oh. Yeah. But I don't think that one is either. Anyway. No. Anyway, this podcast um, of yours sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's great. It's classic film talk, but without the pretension. And I like it a lot. Yeah. So, and they're like really small. So give them a subscribe and like and follow. Like and follow. Like, follow, subscribe. Like, follow, subscribe. Susan, did you stay awake entirely through Yonder? I did. I did. But I under- okay, now I understand <laughs> why you fell asleep. What? Man, that is the wrong game to demo at PAX. Yep. Wrong. Right, tell- okay. We've discussed Yonder briefly before. Yes. Uh, in our discussion about nice games. Yes. And so tell tell everyone what Yonder is, just as a refresher. Okay, so Yonder, you your parents sent you away when you were a very small child for your own good. But as a result, you don't know where you come from. So uh, you are in this lovely uh, land, which is being clouded over by the stuff called Merc. So you want, and you are the first person in God knows how long who could see sprites, which are cute little creatures that have magic powers, and they can help you clear the murk. So that is your mission, is to clear the murk from the land. You're the only one who can do it. There's no combat in this game. There's no threat to you in this game. It is just a lot of stuff to do. If you played Fantasy Life on the 3DS, it is very similar in that... There are different guilds. Each guild has a different specialty. And 
it you do different stuff. Great. You do quests, you you build farms, you raise you raise-ish livestock, you go fishing. Okay. The people in the different regions have different stuff that they want you to do. Okay. Yeah, you you're basically just doing chores. The whole the whole game is doing chores. Now, personally, I enjoyed the cooking. Mm-hmm. You're making like tres leches cake and fish and chips, and that's fun. I enjoyed that. There's cooking. There's brewing. Not of alcohol. No, no. The brewmaster makes dye and shampoo. Mm. Of course, sure. Taylor, uh, a guy who works with stone, a guy, a carpenter. Okay, great. So that's it, and it's very pleasant. The th- okay, so here's the here's my here's the thing with yonder, and this is going to sound very very strange. It's so good, it's so well made, you can see the game. It isn't. Yeah, that's a very that is. I understand immediately what you mean. Immediately, it's but yeah, like okay, because there are sixteen animals to discover. Sixteen or seventeen. Seventeen. One is after you bring peace to all the nations. So there's like two per region, basically. And the foxes are all just color swaps. This one's a sooty fox. This one's a silk fox. This one's a whatever. Red, black, silk. Great. They're all super cute. All the animals are super cute. And they, if you add them to your farm, they produce new like wool or clay or coal or what have you and it's and it all works perfectly and they're all really cute and there's only 16 of them which makes you see like this is so clearly to me and the developer prideful sloth was very very smart about how much they could achieve with the resources they had you know time and money and team they said we are going to execute a modest vision and we're going to execute it beautifully. And that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. It This thing, I mean, the systems work great. All the crafting is really well done. The geography varies from region to region. It never, ever feels cheap. You nope. never, You nope. never have that feeling of like, wow, you know, if only they had the scale yep. and the, the human resources to make this. It, it, you don't get that sense. No, is, no. But, but it is modest. And it's yeah. so well done, you're like, I want the big version of this game. Yeah, and the modesty extends just to... Like, it, it, to say that it doesn't have an arc is a disservice to it. True! You know, like, there is an arc, but, like, fr- like you, the vibe is consistent. Yeah. It's just, it's just steady well, on... there's no conflict. There's no threat. There's no urgency. There's things to do. There's things to do, but there's no stakes. Yeah. So it's take take this, add add some conflict and just a little bit more stuff. Mm. And holy shit, this game's amazing. Yeah, I mean, like if you because like you you there there are moments when you have to like take care of things quickly or or to, to like there is there's minimal conflict in the world like, yeah you know like yeah. you have to deliver things like there is some sense of uh 
light stakes. I'm not going to say urgency. There's no, there's no, ur- no. Yeah. 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 But you can almost, you can almost get that feeling. Like if they, if they took a, a Stardew Valley esque structure where there's like a dungeon or something, you right. Know, like, there's like, and I'm not saying that everything needs fighting. No, but just a uh, peril of yeah, some kind of something. Or, yeah. Something. Yeah. Some, something to, to be pushing. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why why am I hunting for this lady's 55 cats? Why? So ha- have you guys ever done any guided meditation work? Have no you sir. Done No, you've never d- never done like a meditation practice. No. Uh meditation practice is always fascinating when you're doing it when you're doing a guided meditation whether it's at a yoga class or you're into transcendental meditation and there's somebody walking you through these things. There are even like meditation apps mm-hmm. and much like with poetry or hip hop where there's a voice that people do there is such a thing as meditation voice okay and and meditation voice is like before you begin this practice <laughs> take a moment and recognize your breath it's that asmr voice and as you recognize your breath realize that any thought that comes into your head Come in and allow it to pass. Notice the step that you're taking. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> you can always return to your breath. You are playing yonder. It's now time to collect some logs. Somebody in town has asked you to build a ranch. You Yonder is fucking meditation voice the game. It really is. It, it really like, is. It, like this is what you were looking for too. It is. Like, yeah. You wanted you wanted a nice game and Yonder will Boy, nice howdy. the shit out of you. It will it will it will not but here's what's funny though. So the Saturday I was playing it and I was actually getting anxious playing it. Oh. Because <laughs> there's so much going on. I would be like, okay, I need to get enough rock to make this bridge. Let me go walk because that's one of the resources you collect is rock. So I'd be, I'd be walking along and I'd hear a meow. It's one of those fucking cats. And I'm like, okay, now I got to find the cat. All right. Found the cat. Great. Oh, have I been here before? That I should plant that tree. Okay. I'll just, I'll plant the tree. You know, I'm really near my farm right now. I should collect the stuff from the farm. It's like Oblivion. Like, you know when you're playing Oblivion or, or Skyrim, I suppose? Like, you're walking, to, you're on your way to a thing, and then you see a bandit cave, and you're like, oh, I should check out that bandit cave. And then you're in the bandit cave for like an hour, and then you come out, and you're like, what was I doing? Oh, I was going to this thing. Oh, but now I have all this loot. Okay, let me go back to town. Oh, wait, this town's closer. Oh, an ogre. I should run. Like, that's... Yeah, that's that's the arc. Yeah. And it's cool for a while. It's but then you like that's but when you try to talk about what you did earlier that day, yeah. it's like talking to somebody who was stoned. <laughs> like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what that yeah. game experience is like. Like, yeah, man, like we went to the park and uh I guess there was like a bird, man. Just like a, <laughs> so I, I went. Enough. I went. So okay. So I wanted. <laughs> I wanted 
to make a cake. Well, yeah. I needed, okay, but I needed oil. Okay. But then I had a bunch of wood. <laughs> <laughs> so I went fishing because that's where you get oil from. And I went fishing. and I But I didn't catch the fish that I needed to make the oil. So I was like, okay, maybe I can buy some. Right. So I went. This is all for this fucking cake. So yeah, that that's yonder. That's so what's really the end? like. What does it just stop? Uh, no. Okay. So does, like a soft voice come in and be like, "That's all done. You did it." <laughs> now is the time to turn the record over. No. Um. Okay. So the so the story the the, the story is you're you're trying to um return to the old kingdom to mm-hmm. find out your past. Once you do that. Once you've done all the main story quests, uh, oh, here's what happened. There's this. mm. Okay, so you, you, what you do is you're restoring a letter that was written to you. Mm. And once you read it, a dude shows up and says, oh, now you know who you are. Credits. (laughs) Yes. So it does just stop. It just stops. I'm like, are you shitting me right now? But then after, after the credits are, are finished, Dude comes back. He's like, cool. You know who you are. There's still stuff to do. So any quest you had left over, you can still do. And then also there are a few new quests that you can only get once you finish the game. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Does an achievement pop up? It's just like, you've retrieved your password to (laughs) Ancestry.com. No, the, the, the achievement for finishing the game is that was easy. Oh, oh, guys. Now, okay. I want to be clear. I really think this is a very lovely, pleasant game that is shockingly robust with Mm -hmm. systems and crafting and, and, and customization. And like your character can look all sorts of different ways. I had a top hat and glasses and white hair and like a, 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 waistcoat for most of the game and then i put cat ears on because of course i did that it's it just needs it just needs to be kicked up just the tiniest bit yeah i I, if anybody is unclear on this this entire yonder segment sounded disrespectful (laughs) (laughs) but sounded disrespectful but it comes from a place of love uh now notice <laughs> the things in front of you. <laughs> Don't keep it in your head. Don't focus too intensely. Breathe and step forward as we drop the mad beats with Drop Mix. Drop Mix, which is like it, Drop Mix, a game that Dave has been playing. Uh, many people in the Continue Podcast Discord have been talking about this game. Uh, which if you're a Patreon backer of Continue Podcast, you yes, too you, can you have too access, can access to And have Derek Sanskrit, a <laughs> uh, friend of Anthony and fellow backer, uh, basically get you to buy uh, $100 worth of cards for this dumb thing. Okay, uh, here's something I need explained to me. Okay. How, okay, A, how the game works, because I really okay. don't get it, and B... If you are not musically inclined, is it still fun? Yes, to both. Okay, well, to the first, uh, I will explain. So when you buy the game, you get this board. I'm going to show it to the video camera. You get this board. Okay. 
And what you do, you have this board and you have a bunch of cards. And the cards all have different colors and, like, really cool art. And, like, this one is uh, Run DMC. It's tricky. And if you look on the bottom, it's got some drums. Okay. And it's blue. So blue means drums. Okay. Uh, there's blue drums, green is bass, red is melody, and yellow is vocals. Okay. And so what you do is you take it and you hook it up to this app, which I'm going to load up right now. So do you, you, so you need app. a smartphone to play this? Yes, you need a uh, an, uh, a compatible smart device, tablet, phone, okay, uh, okay. iOS or Android. And so, yeah, so what happens is press to connect. So you hit the button on the board, mm -hmm. lights up a bunch, mm. and now I am connected. Okay, so let's go to freestyle real quick just to kind of give you an idea of how this works. So this is what happens. This is what you look at. When mm -hmm. you see the board, it's there uh, are a bunch of squares. There yeah, are a bunch of squares. Squares on his iOS screen. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna drop this. Uh, it's tricky drum beat down. Mm -hmm. And now it's you have show to up. you have to put that in a blue square, right? Because it's a blue card. Right. Okay. And that's showing up here. I'm gonna try to turn this up as much as I can to see if. Does Susan and I have to do snowboard tricks now? Yes. Yeah, it's it's part of the game. Like it's bonus points, so you don't have to do that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do Elise's barks. Like take my picture. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you have that down, and it's playing this drum beat. This the sick. It's tricky drum beat. Uh, it's probably gonna show up on the thing. Okay, so then uh, we're gonna put down this card. It's the weekend. Can't feel my face. It's the baseline. So put that down. And now, you see, it's got. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they're both playing now. So now let's play. Uh, let's check out the melody, the violin strings from uh, Glory Gainers. I will survive. Okay. And that's gonna show up. All right. Huh. So yeah. So that's playing now. Now we got Megan Trainers all about the bass. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put that down. And now that's playing. And now the app is basically mixing all of this stuff on the fly. It's changing the keys it's introducing each stem with the beat of the song so like you don't have to worry about any of that stuff okay you wow. just put the card down the app does the rest okay now let's do technotronics pump up the jam vocals <laughs> right so let's throw that down make my day I like the way that this sounds to somebody who's listening to this episode. It probably sounds like somebody's weird ringtone is in their pocket. Right? Going off right <laughs> yeah. now. Is so, somebody calling you? No, don't worry about it. Don't Just worry about talking. it. Okay. So this is all happening right now. And then there are things like wild cards that you can put down. Okay. This one is uh, Bruno Mars 24K Magic, which basically what it does when you put a wild card down, it completely changes the beat and the key to whatever the wild card is. So let's put that down over Technotronic. Oh, you can put a, you can layer the cards? Yeah. So now this has the bass, the drums, the the two melodies that I have down, but now over the vocals is Bruno Mars. And it's doing it all on the fly. So when you're playing a competitive game, Okay, yeah, uh, wait, wait, wait. Explain to me okay. how this is a game. So that's just the freestyle mode, which lets you just kind of mess around. With okay, so that's just for fun. That's just right. for okay. So okay. Yeah, we, okay. We get like okay. That that makes sense. So as that's far the as, tech. Like, mechanically, what you're doing. Okay. So if you look on the cards, each of the cards up at the top has like there are these bars here, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, in the competitive mode, what you want to do is you want to start off with the, the the bars that have one. What you'll do is you play, you have two actions per turn, and you can put a card down or hit the drop mix button that's on the board, which the drop mix button will force your opponent to remove their cards from the board uh, when the spinner goes around. So you'll take a turn, and you could put a card on the red. Put like So I'll put the red down, put the green down. Okay, it's your turn. So now my songs are playing. And now your turn, you'll look at your deck of cards, and you'll be like, okay, so I want to put a yellow down. That's a one. And then I'll put uh, a red down that covers up your red. So now I lose a point because you covered up my card, and you gain a point because you now have control of that space on the board. It do, you play, sounds... do you play like on the same board, or do yes. you both have a board? You both have you play on the same board and you are. It's not like Yu-Gi-Oh! Each- where you come in and you have your board like mounted on your arm. No. And <laughs> no. No, you just you have the one board, you put cards down on top of uh, each other's cards. So the mix is being created on the fly. You are taking points from the other player while uh, getting your own, and it's like a battle back and forth to see who can get 21 points huh. and there are like different ways that you can uh modify that like there are cards that will uh remove cards from the board or take points away or allow you to play extra cards um it's it's a it sounds really complicated but there is a really handy video that is on the ipad uh like when you when you play the game but also like the because the iPad is basically is not only just taking care of the the music for you, it's also telling you every single legal move that you can play. Hmm. So uh, there is no way that like 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 within a game you will have the rules down pat because you will understand everything mm. that you can do um, and everything like all of the different strategies. It's a lot of fun. It's like it's simple in the the ways that like. It's, it's complex enough that there's enough depth with how you build your decks of cards, but it's not so complex. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. That it, okay. okay. First question. Yes. Does the does your smart device keep score for you? Yes. It keeps oh. track of score, rules, awesome. everything. Awesome. Yes. Okay. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's uh it's Second question. Enough. Yes. So you're not, okay, are you building a deck or are you just dealing yourself like seven cards and then you're playing the best you can like the best hand you can based on what you were decked okay so you there are a couple ways that you can go uh the base set comes with four different playlists and each playlist is a genre of music so there's rock hip-hop electronic and i'm blanking on the rock rock klezmer uh, pop. That's a rock, hip hop, pop, and electronic. Okay. Uh, you gotta so, get those Chase Klezmer packs. Yes. Uh, They're running out on Amazon. They're the so, Chase ones. So you can just use one of those. De- I th- that went way over my head. So I'm just gonna steamroll past it. Okay. Uh, so you can uh, take one of those playlist decks and just use that. And it's like got all okay. the cards that you need, like your your four different types, your FX cards, which are like your modifiers and a wild card. Okay. You're set to go. Uh, or it has in the mobile game and in, in like the the program, there's a thing that you access. Uh, it's deck builder, and you just put the cards down on the board, and it'll tell you whether the the deck that you've built is legal or not. And it's based off of like how many uh, bars that it has uh, with the in the corner, mm-hmm. uh, how many different kinds of cards, how many FX cards you're allowed to have. Oh, I get it, you. Okay. Yeah. So it lets you know like th- whether this deck of 15 that you've built is cool. 
and you can use those cards too. And there are so because it's Hasbro, and because it's a deck building game, they have made this as uh, awkward and confusing as possible to <laughs> try to expand. Excellent. So there there are um, playlist packs that you can buy, and there are discover packs. Playlist packs are a set of 16 cards that tie to a specific playlist. So you'll there will be additional hip-hop packs. There sure. will be additional electronic packs. And you can buy those. And they'll have little icons in the bottom right that determine, like, they'll let you know, like, what playlist they are. So you can okay. you'll know, like, okay, so I want to play hip-hop, but I want the, the you know, the crown pack. So you just take that and you play it. Um, and then there are discover packs. They are blind packs, so they're randomized to the point where like they have different cards from different genres, mm-hmm. but they are not randomized like magic cards. So if you buy a booster pack, the discovery pack that has a specific image on it, mm-hmm. it will have those same five cards regardless of what different story you go on. And there are like six different kinds of discover card packs per series. Stop it. I'm no. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> so the the nice thing is it's not like Magic the Gathering where you just have to keep buying right. card packs until you get the one that you want. As long as you know like okay, well this and there there's like a whole community that is like keeping track of this stuff. It's like if you want poison uh, the, the the drum beat from Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe, you buy this pack. It's like gotcha. okay. okay. Yeah, but if you're just a, a random dude on the street there. Like, going, so are these random or what? Do I have to buy all these? Like, I'm getting duplicates. They're all the same. It's just, it's so needlessly. Just put them in a box and I'll buy them. Like, don't make me run from store to store, uh, which I did. Uh, it's just, it's 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 a lot of fun. My, uh, my, my daughter and I have been getting a kick out of it. Um mixing different songs and playing uh, against each other it says like 16 plus on the box but i think that's mostly because they want to give themselves some leeway with the song content sure sure but like the game it's it's easy enough that like my nine-year-old kid like after a game of versus we were like okay we got this let's let's do it the Um, thing that's crazy to me about all this dave is usually when one of the three of us talks about a game uh on any incarnation of this show we we start in a sort of effusive state where we're we're talking about our pleasure in the aspects of this thing or disgust in these we we're, we're yeah. people of strong emotion and all of our conversation about drop mix so right. far has just been logistical yeah and i feel like every single time i run into any conversation yeah. about drop mix other than somebody who like uh, our our own Derek Sanskrit uh, who's just an obsessive about it. It is always a logistical conversation. I think this is the most difficult thing to understand without experiencing it that harmonics has ever it's, made. It's like collecting records. Uh, <laughs> um, it, yes, it kind of is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, like, and it sucks because it's like if they were going for a niche market, like if this is published by like, I don't know, Z-Man or something, Right? Like, so, like, yeah. with that expectation of, like, this is something that you go to a boutique store and it's going to be really fun to pick up, I feel like that would be an easier sell, but, like, because it's Hasbro, because Hasbro is, like, they clearly want this thing to be successful and do well, but it also feels like that they are shooting themselves in the foot 
both with the packaging, with the fact that like it's been really difficult to find cards in any one particular store. Mm. Oh, did you know? Yeah, I've heard that. Target and Best Buy have their own retail-specific packs that you can buy. Uh, I had to order two of those online from their stores because they didn't have them in their store. And Best Buy's not out yet, and there's no release date for it yet, and there's no way to find out when it comes out until it does. Oh my it's, god. Yeah. And it sucks because, again, it's just one of those things where, like, I was talking to the woman um, that I, I bought some cards from at Best Buy, and she's like, so what is this game? I'm telling her. It's like, yeah, you just put a card down. It's like a game. You know, like, songs in the closet. She's just, like, looking at me like, that's amazing. Why have I never heard of this? And I'm yeah, because like, it's too hard to explain. Because yeah. Hasbro is... It's really... Man, I like, it almost... God, the the logistical issues of the distribution of this. Like, I understand why all of these things, from a business perspective, are spread out across all the different stores. Like, the only way you're gonna convince Target or Best Buy to stock a thing like this is by giving them some kind of incentive. And saying that you're gonna have this thing that's gonna bring people into your store regardless of where they bought the original set. But man, like, you almost wish... That there was a yeah, direct or just subscription because service or the, the something. Thing that sucks, yeah, they need people out there. They need people out there showing people this game yeah. because every person that I talk to yeah. and every like uh, one of our own, uh, our other patron uh, patron people in uh, in our Discord, uh, Kevin, like showed the game to like three or four people and they were immediately hooked. Like once you see it played and yeah. once you see how the game works and how easy it is to play and how easy it is to make like really cool sounding music just by putting cards down all of the other shit surrounding this game the logistical nonsense the 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 card expansion that all melts away it's just gone and you're just you're in it and it like it being in this industry for for like five years now you you tend to get a little jaded you start to feel like the magic is gone. Like you've seen ever. Like oh, it's another CGI trailer. Oh boy, great. Oh boy. Oh, so what are they doing? They're they're doing the. Seen it. Give me something. This is the <laughs> first time I felt like a thing that's that a company has made is magic in a long, long yeah. time. I think it's so cool that harmonics is. I like the every year. This is gonna sound horrible and disrespectful, <laughs> but it does come from a place of love. Every single time it gets to March, and I don't see a press release that Harmonix is closing, I like look at the sky yeah. and I think to myself, "Thank God!" Like I am thrilled that like yeah that they're surviving. And it always seems like it's going to come close. Like when MTV backed yeah, out of when M- like Rock Mad Band Cats. partnership. When Microsoft... Yeah, when Mad Cats uh, crumbled. When Microsoft, like, all but was like, yeah, Fantasia exists. When they, when sure. they literally canceled uh, why the would Kinect we care? inclusion in the Xbox One, like, days before oh, the press release, and you could right. see the sadness in Alex Rogopoulos' eyes during oh. that press conference. yeah. And the, the fact that Harmonix has survived, and, and you know, not unscathed, it, it is a company that has yeah. grown and shrank uh, over the past 10 years with uh, remarkable fluctuations. Uh, but the fact that they exist at all still, 
and are still making things like Drop Mix, I, I'm incredibly glad that that people like Greg Lopiccolo and all those guys are still making games like this. And it's yeah. so cool. It's uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to end up picking up Drop Mix because it's the kind of thing that I... You know, my eyes get really big for that plate of food, uh, but then I'm not going to finish yeah. it. You know, that's going to that's going to sit in my closet. Uh, just, you know, I don't have anyone to play that yeah. with. But man, it sounds yeah, awesome. It's it, like if, if that sounds like a thing that you want to experience, like the base set has been on sale for 50 percent off for several times now since it came out. Um which, like, that's the only reason why I picked it up, because I found, like, an open box copy at Best Buy for 42 I was like, okay, oh, I'll, wow. give, I'll give this a shot. So, so sure. wait, so what's the list price $100 price for the base set. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, big, like, the $50, I think, is a nice, there, yeah. that is a good, pat. you get a good amount of stuff in that box for 50 bucks. $100 is a lot. Um, They just... Especially because you're not, you don't until you play it, you don't get it. Yeah. Every, literally, every single person I know who has played this game has said it's awesome. Yeah. Mm. I still don't understand it. Other than you're, you're playing cards and there's a card battling mechanic and you're mixing music. I'm not... Like, is it... Is the mixing the music just a byproduct of the card game? Or is there a point to making mixes of a certain kind? It's a byproduct. Like uh, the, the the music okay. is a byproduct of what of the game that you are playing. But you know you could opt to put down different cards because you think they'll sound better. Uh, right. But right. Okay. There okay. is okay. some there is some method to the madness. So like if you look at the board, it'll show you like there are a bunch of colors on each of the spots. So like the spot over here is like yellow mm -hmm. and red. So there can only ever be one vocal track at a given time on the board. But right, you could have right. up to three melodies if you want. So mm -hmm. there are still rules in, in like making the music, but it's it's not as like you don't get bonus points for making like a super sick mm. mix or whatever. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I think the we're going to find out very soon if drop mix is going to survive because like this came out in the fall. Yeah. Right? September. Like, this was, this was fall. Yeah. It was September. Um, so it wasn't around for event season in our I think world. it was in, pa it was out mm. in West, but it was, but like, would you, were you able to buy it? No. Like, could you go out and buy? Right. So it wasn't like a thing that people were showing up at convention centers. With. Right. I, you know, like, I feel like as the year goes along and we, you have your, your Paxes and your Sakuracons, the Sakuracon still exists? I'm old, guys. I think, I, it, I think it does, yeah. I don't know where the kids Otacon. go. Uh, your Otacons, uh, your, is DragonCon yep. still a thing? It is. Yeah, it definitely is. Yep. Yeah, like, as, as these, as these events take place, I feel like you'll know if, if drop mix is going to survive by seeing people playing it at convention halls mm -hmm. together, because that's where it's going to bleed out into the larger culture. It's I, I keep seeing people talk about it and not just because of, you know, the, the sort of journalism development spheres that we roll in. Uh, 
you know, people are finding. It seems it. like, because uh, the thing to remember is, like, Guitar Hero wasn't an instant overnight success either. That was that no. was a slow burn that didn't really yeah. take off until Guitar Hero 2 hit on the 360, and that's when everyone yeah. was talking about Guitar Hero. So, yeah. uh, it looks like there are going to be additional packs of cards after this first slate that's coming out, so Hasbro at least has enough, like, um, faith in it beyond the first set so i don't know we'll see i'm cool yeah i'm in it though so i'm intrigued man i'm i'm very i'm very interested to see uh what this game turns into if it keeps on living somebody okay one of our listeners somebody please if you own this please bring it to pax east yes so anthony and i can see it yeah do it uh we we want to see it who knows, Susan? Maybe maybe this is the kind of thing that I'll be, you know, up in the middle of the night looking at eBay and be like, thirty dollars for chat mix. So. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know why it's like drunk Ernie. <laughs> what do you think, Rubber Ducky? <laughs> I'll tell you when I've had enough Bert. <laughs> oh god. Um everybody, notice your breath. Take a deep, soothing breath and know that you are disrespected, <laughs> but loved. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like I feel like we've got uh, a couple more games that we wanted to talk about that we've been playing in the past week. Unlike Shadow of War, I have been playing something else that I loved and I was not expecting to love it in any way, shape or form. I in my uh obsession my my renewed love affair with the nintendo 3ds i was looking for something new to pick up Mm -hmm. and did you guys realize that there is a remake of mario and luigi superstar saga the original in that rpg mario series did you realize that a remake of this came out i didn't know it came out i knew it was coming but i don't think wait this is the i have fury one Yes, this is the it's, I have. This is the. It's awful. It's awful. Fa- oh, that one is tight. Right, and so I like. I feel like the entire world, in the Switch fervor of mm-hmm. fall 2017, I feel like nobody even noticed that this happened, and I was planning on ignoring it because I I have ignored the Mario and Luigi series for a little over five years now. I skipped uh part I skipped the the dream one good where you're in you're in yeah, Luigi's brain it's bad and I I skipped the Paper Mario crossover good uh the last one I played was Bowser's Inside Story mm. and the reason was and the funny thing is is the I find the entire Mario and Luigi series nice in a bad way okay now <laughs> it sounds because it, yeah. There you go. Uh, it does sound disrespectful. They're nice in a bad way because I like I played Superstar Saga on GBA. Mm-hmm. I played uh, Partners in Time, where the adult Mario and Luigi, yep, the yep. baby Mario and Luigi, on DS, and I played Bowser's Inside Story, and all of them I played like obsessively until they were over, mm-hmm. and then afterwards I was like. I don't know if I could tell anybody what happened in that game in any way, shape, or form. Like, I know it was pleasant. Yep. I know that it didn't offend me. 
I know that it sometimes it annoyed me, but I wasn't so annoyed that I was going to stop playing. It's because, okay, they're cute, but they're right. so focused on mechanics. Wait, now I gotta, I gotta put Luigi right. on my head, and now I gotta uh-huh. do a turn, and now I gotta use the, eh, and that th- you have no idea what the story is. At None. all. None. The, pace, the pacing is so slow. Yeah. Like, the re- the reason people remember Fawful and his hilarious He's the best. syntaxless dialogue yeah. Yeah. in the original game is that, like, it's the only thing to latch on to. <laughs> like, the rest of the time, you're just, like, plottingly be like, now I need to spin across that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Now I Man. need to hit Luigi into the dirt to get a bean. That's... Now yeah. I have a bean. Where do I put and the I go bean? to the store. There's there's an X on the ground, so I need to remember to come back here when I can do the thing to get the bean. Right, so here yeah. is what is so goddamn remarkable about the remake. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't, I don't understand why nobody else noticed this other than the Switch exists, ergo the 3DS no longer exists. Okay. Like, that's the only explanation I have. Because they they took that base game, and this truly is a remake, because all of the story and all of that is still there, mm-hmm. but it's sped up by about two times. Oh. So just moving through the world is like, Mario and Luigi move way faster. Okay. Switching their little different abilities is way faster. So it stops feeling like an action RPG, and it finally, finally almost feels like an action game okay you're moving through the environment so quickly and getting into fights so fast and getting out of fights so fast that's the other thing that just you you mean they're not just dancing on the side the battles wait for my turn wait for my turn oh god oh thank god that goomba has a five minute animation of him vomiting on you like (laughs) it took for goddamn ever for a single fight to happen that's true and now it's just snappy. It's snappy nice. the entire time. Things are just constantly moving. And on top of all that, I think this is the most gorgeously animated 2D game I have ever seen. Hmm. Not just out of Nintendo, not on the 3DS. Just like the quality of the animation is so gorgeous. Like, uh, like it's still... Again, it's like the same game. It's Mar- Mario and Luigi are constantly doing their weird jabbering pantomime. Like, it's all there, but like now it's just, they, they redrew everything. I, I haven't seen a 2D game, and it is 2D. It's not like a, it's not rendered polygonally and to, to sort of mimic a hand-drawn look. It's an actual hand-drawn Nintendo game, which I can't remember the last time Nintendo put out something that was hand-drawn that wasn't, you know, Rhythm Heaven or WarioWare or something ten years ago. But it's just pretty as hell. And even the side game, I thought, like, the, the as soon as they announced, like, and there's a new content with Bowser's Minions, I was like, I don't care. I don't care that there's something called Bowser's Minions. But it's really fun! It's actually delightful! There's- what do you What do you do? So what you do is, at the beginning of this game, Bowser is taking Mario and Luigi on his ship to go find Cacletta, who's this evil witch who stole Princess Peach's voice. 
Mm. And their ship blows up, and Mario and Luigi get scattered, and Bowser gets amnesia, and all the yucks ensue. In this moment, a Goomba gets tossed from the explosion as well, and gets up and he's like, Oh man, I gotta find Bowser, and I gotta find everybody! And it's about a Goomba, like, rising up to leadership and gathering together his crew. And you... It's it's sort of like an army building, deck building thing, where you'll go automatically through these three stage fights against mm-hmm. enemies. And so at the beginning you have one Goomba, and then you have three Goombas, and they have they level up to a certain point, and then you'll unlock new units at the end of the fight. So if you're three Goombas, and you fight two Koopa Troopers, if you survive the fight because your numbers were bigger than their numbers you get a couple of Koopa Troopers, and then that's, like, your deck. Okay, I'm of, into it. Of guys. I'm into it. It's awesome. And again, very snappy. It never has that sort of sleepy, even pace right. of the usual Mario and Luigi game. You're not waiting all the time for something to happen. And, like, there is a little bit of active... There is an active element, you know, when they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see a Goomba doing, like, a super jump, a little indicator will flash on the screen... And you can tap a button in time with that to land a bigger hit, a la every other Mario RPG of all time. It's it's really cool. And you can switch between the minions, Bowser's minions thing, which is just, they never should have named that. Don't use the word minions. Yeah. <laughs> the word minions is not allowed in the English language for Okay, but in their defense, they were minions before the minions were minions. They were, but like, it's, it's, it, it's... Chernobyl, like yeah, there's, there's, yeah, you can't go in there for a yeah. while. Ducky Chernobyl is like, fuck. yes, <laughs> damn it. Uh, so yeah, it, it's you could just switch back and forth. You pause it, you go to the thing, pause it, go back to the rain game. It's just super good, and I. It's weird to be touting a Nintendo in-house game like nobody's heard of it. I can't believe I'm even saying that. But yeah, it, it, it kicks ass. I, I cannot, cannot recommend it enough if you guys are, are willing to get back out your 3DSs. My it's my 3DS is sitting next to my bed. It's on my bedside table waiting for something to be, well, waiting to be yeah. charged and then waiting for something to be in it. So yeah. and, and like Susan, I know that you were a fan of this series back, back when. Mm-hmm. But back when it was for, good. Ooh. Back when it was good. You fell yeah. out of it like pretty much for the same reasons yeah. I did. Yeah, and I remember you reviewed whatever this the dream one. Was. No, that was uh, uh, that was friend of the show uh, Sanan Koba. Sanan, uh, yes, yes, and he was the one who told you and I. Yep. To to stay away from it, and I was like, I'm not gonna believe Sanan. <laughs> I think maybe he's just being a little fussy. No, he was dead on. It's he's just not on. good. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. I know I played Bowser's Inside Story. I know I did. The cartridge is still over here. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about that game. I know that there are side-scrolling sections. I remember that. And you're in his stomach. You're in. You're in Bowser. Yeah. But like those are back of the box things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I finished that goddamn game. Uh... I, but yeah, yeah. Go figure. I, I, I. It's very strange. Anyway, Superstar Saga. It's like, uh, I. I love it when a console is about to die. 
because Cause I that, that's when you that. get all the all the really cool that, shit. That's when the good shit happens. The most interesting things are at the end of a console's lifespan. Cosmic and, like, Smash. Yeah, Cosmic Smash. Uh, Odin Sphere. Uh, you know, just like hell, Ogre Battle '64. Like the good shit happens in the last year of a machine's life. It's true. I, like everybody's gearing up for switch year two yeah and like nobody is more excited about switch year two than me they announced gals fighter two like come on it's, it's not it's... called that here yes it is it's it's only it's called, called that in his brain it's called gals fighter two they made a neo geo pocket color game sequel it is tight i am in somebody at snk has been doing meditation practice <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been bre- focusing on their breath over at SNK. They're on their game. Uh, you need focusing to on their breath. vines so that you can create twine. <laughs> Breathe. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Roberts, will you ever OD on cyberpunk Probably. fiction? Will you ever, will you ever okay, have so too think, much cyberpunk? I think there's a nice balance because i think that it's not enough to just be like cyberpunk like runer looked cool as hell that game not fun to play so it's just also it's a really terrible yeah but man the red strings club is extremely my <laughs> shit okay yeah so uh did you ever play gods will be watching that's uh, uh, de- oh, deconstructing yeah. his yeah. first game. So that game was born out of a out of a game jam. That... Wait a second, this is also deconstructing. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, I did yep. not realize that. I am ninety times more yes. interested. Now. So, so <laughs> Gods Will Be Watching was born out of a game jam, uh, and it like it very much feels like that. And the problem with Gods Will Be Watching is that it is thematically appropriate for that game to be as difficult, as random, and as frustrating as it was. It yeah. still sucked to play, uh, like t- to the to point where like the developers finally conceded and actually added an easy mode that is still very hard. Um, mm-hmm. This game feels like that vision where like combining story and gameplay okay. and theme together in one. Out. But Ouch. whereas like Gods Will Be Watching is constantly you're punching up against Ouch. this wall trying to Ouch. get to the next scene. Ouch. This game is fluid. It moves regardless of what you do, but what you do determines how the story plays out. So the way it works, it is a cyberpunk bartending game. There are a lot of those lately. It's weird. Uh, But this one's more of like a detective story, whereas uh, Valhalla is like a a visual novel where you're just kind of reading text and the story's being told at you. You can make very small tweaks how the story plays out. This game is all about choice. And the way it works is uh, you control two dudes. They they work at a bar together. There's Brandace, who's uh, like a hacker and guy who's he's not really he wouldn't call himself a revolutionary, but he works in those circles. And then there's Donovan, who runs this bar. He's like there's a lot of like weird sort of mist like future mysticism, very neuromancer kind of stuff going on in this world where like he's like fated to be at this bar, like he can't leave it. Um and so he has this special ability where he taps into this tech that he has, these implants. Um, actually, no, no, he doesn't have implants. It's something else. Uh, but it, like he calls upon the muses to see into a person's soul 
and craft them a drink to get them to open up about anything that he wants them to talk about. So the game, you have these four different uh, uh, glasses of alcohol, and they, as you mix them together, they'll cause this little orb to move around on the screen, and you match it up with their emotion that you want them to to have, like uh, like nervousness or or lust or uh, uh, pride or whatever, and then you serve them this drink, and then they suddenly feel that emotion. Like this drink is so perfectly crafted that you can that they just they feel this emotion, and now you ask them a question. And the questions that you ask them, you're trying to figure out uh, there's this evil corporation as cyberpunk stories are wont to, to do, uh, where they are about to unveil this secret technology that is supposed to eradicate sadness. That just, you just huh. you have it, and just like, not that you won't be sad, but like depression, gone. Extreme like fluctuations, just gone. Like, you'll just You'll be fine. Everyone will be fine. This is the this is this is the same. This is the exact same uh, sort of linchpin of plot as a very weird Wii game called Fragile Dreams. Oh, I hear good uh, things about that one. I haven't played that. Oh man, that's that's a whole <laughs> conversation. But like, it's the exact same. And they in that game, it's foisted upon the world. Like they just release it. It's also the, the basis of Equilibrium. The movie it's, Equilibrium. It's the, yeah, it's Equilibrium. Very... It's the basis of a. Uh, it's it's the it's the what the big bad guys do in the movie version of Firefly, Serenity. Which I pr- <laughs> oh, yeah. should have remembered. That's that is that's true. Yeah. That, it's the Pax. Is, yeah. yeah, it's it was the Pax. <laughs> like I, <laughs> it was the Pax in the air. We just wanted to. Have the it. end of that recording is awesome. The end of that recording is great. <laughs> the guy killed me, Mel. He killed me with, killed with a sword. sword. How weird is that? You can't stop the signal, Mal. It's disrespectful. (laughs) 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 So they're getting rid of sadness. (laughs) So yeah, so they're so yeah, it's they're trying to get rid of sadness, and so like you and and Brandace like stumble across this android who has a connection to this company. So you're trying to dig into this mystery. And along the way, you uncover some dark secrets, and you want to stop it. So the game is, it's its mostly dialogue, but you, you make the choices with the drinks and pairing them with the questions. And those choices that you make cause the this little, like, uh, timeline to, to verge between, like, the different choices that you make. So there are, like, different responses, different outcomes you can make. And your goal is to get as much information as you can, so when you do your final like infiltration mission you have all the tools that you need to stop the program and save the day um it's it's a really small game it's, it took me about two and a half to three hours to finish front to back um it's like i said it's it's way easier than gods will be watching like even if you don't figure everything out the story still goes and there are mm. like you can replay that because it's short and because there's so many different outcomes uh within each scenario like each person that you talk to there are yeah. uh, reasons to come back and play it uh, but man what that they they did it with gods will be watching they did it here they nail a fucking mood like the music yeah. and the dialogue and and the the questions the sort of questions that that they ask you to answer about like well you know like what is your ideal society like if 
if this thing were to happen, would you would it still be okay for people to murder each other? Like, mm-hmm. you could say yes because like that's what a free a free society should be allowed to make those choices. But would the world be better without murder? You know, and yeah, like, but it's it's all done in this like really cool, like booze drenched, hard boiled detective story. Uh, it's just that's like awesome. it's it's slick as hell. I'm, gra- I'm it, relieved to hear that deconstructing because, like, gods will be watching the writing, pretentious as some of their themes can sound, and like, like needlessly sort of college dorm room at midnight oh, man. as some no, of their themes man. can be. They oh, ne- man. yeah, <laughs> no, nah. no, nah. like, all of this is like fate, man. <laughs> yeah, as as much as it can seem like that, their writing is so good. And their execution is so good story wise that like it, that it ends up being undeniable. Yeah. Uh, but Gods Will Be Watching was so insufferable <laughs> in the way that like you would just have to play over and over. half yeah. an hour and forty or forty five minutes of things that weren't just rote that you yeah knew a were dice going roll could happen. fuck you. But it, exactly, randomized to a point that was just needless. It didn't build tension. It didn't build narrative meaning. It was just pointless and dumb. And you can say, "But like, that's the point, man." As right, many times and it's not like if it's not can. fun to play. If you can't get to the ending where all of that yeah. makes sense, what's the point? You just you, you throw it point? down in frustration. Whereas like this hits a lot of those same things, but it does it in like it's very malleable. You can screw up, the story will still go, you may not know the answers to the questions that you're seeking, but, like, that's just life, man. (laughs) Oh, God. Dude. Um, So, the last game that we're going to talk about today, and I'm so excited that there's another one of these, because I still haven't played a single game in this series. I know. You're killing me. I know. I know, Susan. I know. I'm, I'm... a bad video game player. Uh, but you're always my portal into the series is the thing. Like, I don't have to play them because I get to vicariously experience the Rusty Lake series through you. Yes. So so lay it on me. Okay, L- so... Rusty Lake Paradise. Rusty Lake Paradise uh, is uh, came out this past Thursday. It is uh, the newest in the series. It is less gruesome than the others. Uh, if, if you're not if you're not familiar with the Rusty Lake series, they are a series of adventure games. You go around, you collect items, you use those items on things to achieve your goals. It's just in this particular franchise, the goals are a little, a little out there. In the first installment, Rusty Lake Hotel, you have invited several animals to the hotel to experience a week of exquisite cuisine. Your mission. <laughs> in each chapter is to kill one of the guests and then cook it for dinner and serve it to the remaining guests. It's awesome. So, so good. Uh, in Rusty Lake Roots, uh, you are going, uh, it is, it's the story of a family and you will do things like deliver your own baby and cut out your brother's organs and, uh, you know, propose with a note written in your own blood. It's There's a, there's a very macabre tone to these games uh but their the, the art style is uh very uh, it's very illustrated very Ed- edward gory so although like sick 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 stuff is happening you could very safely play it sitting next to your auntie 
and no one's going to be like calling you up to see if you need a mental health check. Okay. So they're spooky and weird, but they're not graphic. Mm. Okay. So well, we come to paradise. You were sent away again, sent away from home when you were a child and uh, your mother, uh, the, the, the island, which is called paradise, your family estate has not been doing well since your mother's death. So you have come back now to visit with your family and see if you can put it right. Things that happen in this game include your brother being turned into a giant fly slash human hybrid. Uh, your other brother shooting your other brother several times with an arrow. Uh, the sacrifice of various animals. (laughs) And your blind sister being in a hole in the ground. So, uh, whoa, 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 yeah. Why is she in a hole in the ground? It's that's, just a deep hole. Is it that's just not like, really explored, honestly. She's, she's just, just in a hole. She's just there. Spot. Yeah, on her side. She's just all kind of curled up. Yeah. Um. So they got yeah. they got some recurring themes. They do. They do. They do. So the 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 shtick of it is uh, you are trying to that you are dealing with ten plagues. Uh, yeah, there's there's boils. There's flies. There's uh, you know, blood, there's uh, darkness, like it's it's your classic plague buffet. And you work your way through uh, all of the plagues and then you find out what is really going down on the island. And it's dark shit. As is oh. usual for Rusty Lake. Um, but what's, what's really interesting is you take a, hor- a horror movie like The Wicker Man. I mean the classic Wicker Man, not Nick not Cage the, Wicker not Man. Not the bees. Not the not the bees. The not Edward the bees. W- not the bees. The Edward Woodward Wicker Man, the movie from the seventies. That is not a gory film. There's, no. there's not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of violence. It's but the tone of it is just a creepiness that gets in to the core of your being. That is Rusty Lake Paradise. Cool. That that is the, the vibe it's going for. Um, it's its puzzles can be a little obtuse, but what's nice about it, and this is something that is consistent throughout the Rusty Lake franchise, which includes the Cube Escape games, which are kind of like uh, the your side dish. Uh, each plague is isolated from the others. Everything you have, everything you find, everything you come across, everything you need is right there. And then you get rid of it. So you go into the next plague, you got to find new stuff, use it to solve new puzzles, and then get rid of it. So it's not like, well, I don't know what this uh, this thing in my pocket I've had since I first got to the island. When do I use it? I I hate that kind of adventure game design. Uh, So it's nice, localized, discrete puzzles, which also makes it a really great mobile title. Mm -hmm. Like you can do one of the plagues on your morning commute. Or... If, you know, you're the type of person who plays in the bathroom, you could you could do a plague while you're having a, a personal moment. While you're having a personal plague. Yes. While while <laughs> you can plague while you plague. While you are foisting uh, a personal plague upon the bathroom. Yes. So, uh, again, once again, I highly recommend it. I feel like it's probably 
the most coherent of all the games. Hmm. Which, admittedly, is not saying much. Right. But I, I do feel like it's uh, structured in a, in a way that will make sense to most people. It's taken me a very long time to admit this and, like, recognize it about myself because I want to be that type of person who's omnivorous and not afraid and goes out and seeks out every experience and is, you know, that guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing, especially when it comes to puzzle stuff, that I'm just not. Like, I, I want to like these things intellectually, mm -hmm. and then I don't. Like, I, I it, and it's not even, like, it doesn't come from a place of frustration. You know, like, I think for you, Susan, it's it's almost like the way, like, when somebody's like, you gotta play this 80s-style platformer. Oh, and my God. Like, and your response is, you have to go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly. That is true. Yeah, like. That is true. Somebody, like, somebody says to me, like, you need to try this, like, interesting, thoughtful puzzle game. And my response is... I should. And then I like, I'll even buy these games and then oh. I'll just sit there and I'll just be like, I don't wanna. Yeah. And yeah. It's, 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 it's not active dislike. It's ambivalence. Yeah. Which isn't fair because I feel like I end up denying myself interesting experiences. I bring this up because I, I feel like I do have, money for puzzles right now mm -hmm. do i play this is it finally time for me to rusty lake up or do i get gorogoa gorogoa is such an exceptionally crafted game it is a work of art yeah. it is <sighs> rusty lake uh is is a long-stem red roses on Valentine's Day. Okay. Velvety, perfect, gorgeous, beautiful. Mm. Goragoa is an orchid that blooms once every five years. Awesome. All right. That you is know? that's that that that's a metaphor that works for me. That's yeah. a metaphor that works for me. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have to like have somebody buy it for me on my Switch. Like, I'll give you my credit card and you can just type it into the Switch. <laughs> because I know I'm going to, like, go to the eShop. I'll be like, oh, oh sweet, they got King of Fighters on here. You got <laughs> ten of these? <laughs> Shit, how did you know that's what I was going to say, Dave? I'll be like, oh, oh, dog, dude, dog. It's an anime girl in a bikini in a game from 1994, yo. Shit, yeah. I better get they that. They got 99 like, and 2000? I... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Dang, son, I better get them all. Metal Slug 3! <laughs> oh, shit! Like, I can't... We are all who we are. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. We, we might sound disrespectful. But, uh, speaking of people who clearly come from a place of love, uh, Dave, who are the lovely backers yes. who made this uh, let show Let me give happen. a special shout-out. So, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash continuepodcast, uh, we accept patronage. Uh, any amount of money uh, is, is appreciated. Uh, we know times can be tough. Uh, a dollar is, is more than appreciated. Uh, and we thank 
all of our not just our backers but our listeners as well if you if you aren't backing us like we we greatly appreciate you too but for those of you who back us at the ten dollar or greater level we give you a special shout out on the show so that's what i'm gonna do right now special thanks to Mirko Arico torino john ryan brady peter ryan mance denton brock elio dare logan paulie ludwig kitzman Stormshot, Double Taco, Gluttony One of Seven, Francisco Arias Gimareas, Kaylin Houston, Axel Olsen Mangholt, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Fossi San, Yaddle, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Jose Bullet Bobom Cordova, Daniel Squire, Tom, Derek Sanskrit, Nick Grugan, Damien McAleese. Thank you all so very much. Yeah, thank you, everybody. And this show is bi-weekly. We do this every two weeks. Uh, but we would love, 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 love if we did this every week. And our goal for that is $750 a month. It's it's mostly uh, to convince and... our significant others to allow us the time away from yes. them to do it another <laughs> it, day of... It's true. That, that's it's literally true. the truth. It, yeah. it, 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 it is telling the, uh, the people that we are responsible for. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. Not responsible for. Responsible to. Yeah. 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 Uh, Responsible to. Uh, That's that is the phrase. Yeah. Um, Yes. Uh, You can also follow us uh, around the Internet. You go to Twitter dot com slash continue pod. That's where we banter. Uh, You can also follow all of us individually at various places. I am at a John Agnello on Twitter and you can find me at the AV Club and VentureBeat.com. Uh, Susan Art, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Susan Art. I love talking to people. Uh, you can find me. My day job is uh, editor in chief of Genie Online, G E N I I Online, a website devoted to magic, deception, and puzzles. Uh, and starting very soon, you will also be able to read me weekly on Pocket Gamer, where I will be writing about, big surprise, mobile Yay. games. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I'm excited about that. Me too. Yeah, I want to read that now. Dave Roberts. Uh, you can find me at David Robots, and you can also find me on Genie Online as well. There's that. Now, notice in front of you <laughs> your surroundings. Take stock of the light, the trees, notice your breath, and know that your breath is a safe place. Oh my god. Guide is there a, with a sword, Mal. Is there a version of guided meditation that is not completely full of shit? I want, I'm, when I'm a rich man, I'm gonna hire Coolio <laughs> to, to do <laughs> guided meditations. That would be, like, I just want somebody to be like, okay, look, girl. <laughs> There's so much shit going on. I feel you. I know it. But if you don't just take this moment to regulate your breathing, you're going to have some kind of aneurysm or heart attack or some shit. (laughs) And who has the time? Also, who wants to deal with that insurance claim? Nobody. So we're going to sit down. Puppies are cool. Yeah, you can't. I think we have an app idea right here. Right? This is is the Continue Companion app. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called no Re- no disrespect only love. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.